Hello friends, before we begin today's lecture, I want to let you know about my Unlock God Mode experience and the special May 2024 cohort that we're going to be doing this upcoming month. Unlock God Mode is a unique 10-hour audio course that invites you on a powerful journey of awareness, intention, consciousness, and manifestation. Inside the course, you'll be taught powerful tools and manifestation frameworks to help you unlock the next level of your reality, uplevel your creation skills, deepen your relationship with yourself, and develop a limitless mind, and also tap into absolute faith and trust in the divine. We are about to begin the May 2024 Unlock God Mode cohort. So for anyone who joins Unlock God Mode this week, you will be added to the May 2024 group coaching calls. These are bonus weekly group calls with me and other members of the group, and I'll only be doing them this May. Also, as a bonus, for those that join this week, you'll receive a one-on-one personal coaching call with me to help you with any challenges or goals that you have. So head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes to lock in your spot in the Unlock God Mode experience. For those that join, this will be an extraordinary life-changing, transformative experience for you, and I'm so excited to have you in the group. I hope to see you inside the course, and now, enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful soul. My name is James Zander. Before we begin this episode, I invite you to download my free Mushroom Trip Checklist. This is a free PDF guide that dives into everything you need to know for your next psychedelic trip, what to do before your trip, during your trip, and after your psychedelic journey. Head over to mushroomchecklist.com to download it for free or use the link in the show notes. And now, enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to The Microdose, where we discuss psychedelics, spirituality, mindset, and how to navigate the hologram of reality, and how to leverage these amazing plant medicines, whether it's mushrooms, DMT, ayahuasca, to make the most of your life and to reach the the pinnacle of your soul's evolution. So last night, I had a mushroom trip, and I wanted to do a quick episode to discuss some of the lessons that I learned while they're still fresh in my mind. So first things first, this mushroom trip started off really slow and gentle. Sometimes when that happens and I can feel it kicking in, but it's not really kicking in quickly the way like a really strong trip can just, you know, within 20 minutes you're flying. This one was taking a while and I remember feeling a little bit frustrated because you're in that in-between place. You're not fully sober and able to use your logical reasoning mind, but you're not fully tripping and tapped into your higher self, your higher intelligence, source, you know, divine love, God, whatever it is that you're communicating with. You're sort of in an in-between state and it can be a little bit frustrating because you can feel like you're stuck especially if any negative thoughts come to mind and you start going deeper into them, you start looping them, the problems of your life, the challenges you're facing, they all start floating up to the surface, which is good. But the mushrooms have not kicked in 
quit fully yet. And so you're in this soup of challenges and issues and things you've been thinking about, but without the guidance of the shrooms. I remember feeling frustrated and I had to remind myself, okay, we've been through this before. When a trip takes off really slowly, it can feel like nothing's happening. It can feel frustrating. I had to remind myself to just stay put and just ride it out. And, you know, if you've listened to my podcast, you know, I talk about surrender all the time. This is where surrender comes in. This is in the moments where you feel stuck. You feel like nothing's moving. You feel like things are floating up to the surface, but you don't have the tools to deal with them. That is the moment where you surrender and you trust that the trip has just started and you don't know where it's going to lead. Actually, one thing that helped was I looked at my timer because I always set a timer on my phone when I start tripping and I looked at it and it's only been one hour and I was like, oh, okay, because, you know, time expands even in that first hour, although the mushrooms had not fully kicked in, I felt like it's been two or three hours, like it's, it felt like forever. But when I saw the timer and I said, okay, it's only been one hour, like the trip has barely begun. And over the next five hours, let's see what happens. So I share all this in case you go through something similar, where you maybe you take with the mushrooms and you don't feel like anything's happening, you feel frustrated, just stick with it. The flip side of that is if you feel absolutely nothing after one hour, that's where you should take more mushrooms. But in my case, I was feeling it, it just hadn't fully kicked in yet. So I knew the mushrooms were doing their work, but the ascent was slower than I had expected. The second lesson that came up was I felt like in the beginning, the mushrooms were not strong enough. I wanted to have a strong experience and I was getting a medium experience. Again, there's this tendency to be a little bit frustrated because you know, you've made time and space and energy for this trip. You planned it all out and it's just like the dose is not enough. But later on in the trip, I realized what a blessing that was because later in the trip, I decided to go outside and go to the beach. And if the trip was really strong, I would have probably stayed in my room the whole time. I would not have felt capable of going outside and interacting with the outside world. It would have been way too risky, but because it felt like a more gentle slash medium type of trip that presented the opportunity to, Hey, let's go to the beach. Let's experience the ocean. Let's experience the sand. Let's experience the power of nature. And because I was not, you know, fully gone and flying off to Mars in this trip, it was a blessing because I felt safe and I felt like, hey, I can experience this. So that's the other lesson for anyone who might be tripping is look for the blessing in everything. If the trip is not as strong as you wanted, hey, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe something good will come out of it. Maybe it'll allow you to do something like it allowed me to go outside and feel safe and experience nature rather than staying inside in my room. So look for the blessing. Look for the blessing because nothing is by accident. Everything happens for a reason. If the trip is not strong or if it's gentle or if it is strong, it's all there to guide you and it's all there for your benefit. One other thing I noticed was when I was waiting for the trip to kick in, I went on my phone. I didn't feel much and I wanted a bit of a distraction. So I went on Instagram 
And of course, Instagram always knows when I'm tripping. I don't know how this happens. Every time I trip, Instagram shows me the most spiritual, esoteric quotes from the gurus and the masters and like everything spiritual that you can imagine that's super woo-woo. The algorithm just serves it up on the mushrooms. And that doesn't happen every time I go on Instagram, but it absolutely happens every single time that I trip. I found that quite funny. Somehow Instagram is able to know when I'm tripping. And so I went to Instagram and I started reading some quotes. A lot of quotes from Joseph Campbell started showing up about the hero's journey, what our soul is here to do. I mean, I have not read a lot of Joseph Campbell, but after this trip, I absolutely want to get into him because what he describes about the hero's journey is so applicable to anyone who is on the spiritual path and anyone who is doing plant medicine, anyone who is seeking God. All of these different facets of life, somehow Joseph Campbell captures it in his writing and it's incredibly beautiful. But the reason I bring this up was, and this has happened a few times in other trips as well, when I read quotations from the classics, from Ralph Waldo Emerson, from Neville Goddard, from Joseph Campbell, from these masters and teachers, whoever you resonate with, you know, don't, you don't have to use the names I've been mentioning here, but whose ever writing touches your soul, I find that it's really helpful to read some of those quotations either before the trip or as you're starting to trip. Because those words, which are touching your soul, they're going to infuse your trip. It's like the opposite of seeing something bad and having it affect your trip. It's like you're seeing something good, something inspiring, something that makes you think, something that touches your heart, something that causes you to zoom out and see the bigger picture of your life. And Joseph Campbell is so good at that. You read his work and you feel like you're just looking at your whole life from this zoomed out spiritual perspective. And those words, they infuse your trip. So I think what I'm going to start doing from now on is every time I trip, I think I'm going to start by reading some spiritual text or some author that I really like, just infuse their thoughts and their writing into my mind and let those words guide me through the trip. And so for anyone who isn't sure what to do before the mushrooms kick in, maybe use this technique. Go to your favorite author and look up quotes from him. Or open your favorite spiritual text and just read a few few paragraphs. And eventually the mushrooms will kick in and you won't be able to keep reading because your mind will be racing off into another direction. But it will it'll make a difference in your trip. Because the worst thing you can do, I think, is while you're waiting for your trip to begin is to start reading your WhatsApp messages or go on your email. You really don't want to be doing that. That's playing with fire. You're just getting a bunch of random inputs from different people who are trying to reach you. It's not really productive. But reading your favorite author's work or just even a few quotations or even a poem that inspires you, it's, it's almost like you're priming your brain to start thinking more holistically, more universally, and tapping into that spirit within. When I got to the beach, I was amazed by the beauty of the ocean and the beauty of the stars and the little tiny specks of the ships in the distance. And I was seeing everything so sharply, more 3D than 3D. Anyone who's done mushrooms 
will understand what I'm talking about. It's like things pop out holographically beyond the normal 3D level that you get in sober reality. It's more 3D than 3D. That's the only way I can describe it. In some ways, it feels like you're looking at the true reality, the true underlying reality. It's almost as if in our sober state, we dull down a lot of the visual system and the auditory system. We make life a lot more mental. But on the mushrooms, the mental part of your mind, the one that's maybe the ego, shuts off, it seems, and you're left with a more expanded awareness. And there's this impression that you're looking at the substrate of reality that is underneath the, let's call it the sober layer, the day-to-day layer, the default layer. It's almost like you're looking at the pixels of the desktop icons. Like if, if reality day-to-day is made out of these icons, the car, the tree, the, the desk, the laptop, and then on mushrooms, it's almost like things get a little bit more pixelated, that rather than being blurry pixelated, they get sharper, and you're able to see more detail. You're able to see more of the layer that's underneath reality. It always feels to me like I'm looking at more of the truth of reality. This especially happens a lot on DMT. I feel like DMT takes you the fastest there, but mushrooms absolutely take you there too. It's a little bit more gentler, and you don't go you know, all the way to breakthrough the way DMT would take you. You're sort of in this hybrid reality between the sober state and between, let's call it the DMT state. And it's this in-between, and it's incredibly fascinating to observe reality in a more raw form. One thing I noticed about myself is how in awe I was by the beauty of the ocean and the beauty of the stars. And I was sitting on these stone steps that overlook the ocean. And there was other people to my left and to my right. And I just noticed how none of them were really looking at the ocean and at the stars in rapture and awe the way I was looking at it. They were, maybe they were chatting with friends or socializing or looking at their phone. They were more in the mental realm. And I, this is not a judgment on anyone because in my sober state, I also don't just look at the ocean. And I felt like when I was tripping, I was really seeing the ocean. I was really seeing the the waves. I was actually seeing the stars, not seeing a mental construct of what the waves are, but actually seeing the truth of them. I feel like in our day-to-day reality, we are seeing the mental construct of things we're used to seeing. Like, oh, here's a ship, here's a car, here are the waves, been there, done that. And on mushrooms and other psychedelics, that filter, the thing that narrates everything you're seeing, it goes away. For me, anyway. And it feels like I'm truly able to see the waves, almost like seeing it for the first time. And it reminds me of a Terence McKenna quote, which captures this feeling that I had beautifully. I'm going to read you the quote. Culture replaces authentic feeling 
with words. As an example of this, imagine an infant lying in its cradle and the window is open and into the room comes something marvelous, mysterious, glittering, shedding light of many colors, movement, sound, a transformative hierophany of integrated perception and the child is enthralled. And then the mother comes into the room and she says to the child, that's a bird, baby. That's a bird. Instantly, the complex wave of the angel-peacock iridescent transformative mystery is collapsed into the word. All mystery is gone. The child learns, this is a bird, this is a bird, and by the time we're five or six years old, all the mystery of reality has been carefully tiled over with words. This is a bird, this is a house, this is the sky, and we seal ourselves in within a linguistic shell of disempowered perception. I love this quote so much because it perfectly captures that feeling of seeing the mystery of life for the first time when you're on shrooms, seeing the, the immense power of the ocean, the roar of the waves, the details. Like, you know, he's talking about a bird here, but not seeing it in the linguistic sense of, hey, this is just a bird, but seeing it in its full mystery, the light, the sound, the fluttering of the wings, the reflections, the breeze, the updraft created by the wings, all of these things. And it seems like when we grow up, we reduce all of these incredible sensations into words. Like Terence McKenna says, we seal ourselves in within a linguistic shell. And so I'm sitting on the beach and I'm looking at this ocean, I'm looking at the stars and I just, I almost want to cry because of the beauty of it, yes, but also it's like I'm seeing it for the first time. I'm actually looking at the stars. I'm not thinking of what I'm going to do for work tomorrow, what I'm going to eat or who I have to call. I'm not seeing the stars and putting some story over it. I'm not seeing the stars and Instagramming them. I'm not seeing the stars and trying to photograph them. I'm just looking at the stars with my consciousness, fully engaged, fully immersed. This is the other thing with mushrooms that I really noticed yesterday, and I noticed it on every trip, but it's the, the power of concentration that you have on mushrooms. That when I'm looking at the stars or I'm looking at a ship in the distance on the horizon, and I'm seeing the little glittering, twinkling lights, and I'm fully locked in on it, I'm fully immersed. I was staring at this ship for, I think it was 30 minutes, just observing it, enraptured in it, immersed in it. I was so engrossed in the beauty of the horizon, the beauty of those ships. You know, when you compare it to your day-to-day -day life where you're distracted every five minutes by something, unless you're careful to manage that, but most people, you know, they're on social media, they're on Instagram, they're looking for the notifications and the likes. And if they're not doing that, then they're thinking about food. And if they're not thinking about food, they're thinking about sex. And if they're not thinking about sex, they're thinking about money. And it's this constant cacophony of thoughts. And I was finding so much pleasure in just concentrating fully on one ship in the distance and looking at that horizon looking at those ships, looking at the waves, 
Now, in that concentration on the horizon, my mind was not quiet or completely still. Quite the opposite. I was starting to receive a lot of downloads from the mushrooms, a lot of downloads about my life, where I was going, things I could do to improve the direction of my life. What was interesting to me was that by locking my eyes on the ships in the distance, basically constraining my visual system to one spot on the horizon and immersing myself fully in it, it's almost like that concentration opened up the floodgates of the downloads to come through. It was almost like entering this meditative state where you're looking at one point and your focus is completely on that one point. And in that single-minded focus, the clarity of thought and the downloads that come through was so blissful. It was so beautiful. And this ties into the lesson that always comes up for me on mushrooms, which is that we need to allow ourselves time to think every day. Not think and write or think and talk or brainstorm things on paper, but just to sit and think. Sit and allow your brain to process information, to process the challenges in your life and provide you with solutions. You know, I often call mushroom trips almost like a forced meditation. You're there for six hours, you and you. It's just you and you. And maybe part of the beauty of it and why I have such clarity of thoughts and such amazing downloads in the mushrooms is partly the mushrooms, but also partly that I'm creating this space to think. I mean, how many times in your day or even in your week do you sit down for six hours with no phone, no distractions, and just think. I think that's why mushroom trips are so special and why they provide so much benefit is, yes, the psilocybin in the mushrooms has its own amazing effect on you, but there's also something to be said for just creating that space to sit and think. And it made me realize I need to carve out time in my day, every day, to just think. Ideally, one hour a day, but maybe starting with 20 minutes to just do nothing, but let thoughts flow through your mind. Let your brain, allow your brain some breathing room to think and process, to not constantly be inputting things, reading things, watching videos, listening to someone, but to shut off all external inputs as much as possible. And go into your mind and just look at what's there. Probably if you meditate regularly, you're chuckling at this point because that's exactly what meditation is, depending on what kind of meditation you do. Some people have different mantras or different things, but one of the simplest ways of meditating is to just lie down or sit down and watch your thoughts pass through. And so if you meditate, I commend you because I think it's probably the most important, one of the most important practices you can do. It's one that I don't do daily, and I absolutely should. To me, where I discover the power of meditation is on the mushroom trips, because it, it, it truly feels like this marathon meditation, just six to eight hours of being with myself, being with my thoughts, thinking, processing, understanding, listening 
to my gut, my intuition, my heart, listening to my mind, watching the thoughts pass through, and just understanding, understanding myself deeper. And this brings me to the role that psilocybin plays in all of this. There's the meditation part of a trip, being with yourself for six hours. But if you've tripped at all on mushrooms, you know there's there's much more to it than just sitting with yourself. It, it feels like the mushroom energy, the psilocybin, is working through your system and helping you, guiding you, unlocking new levels of awareness. So what is actually going on there? What it feels like to me is it feels like all the connections in my brain, all the neurons are suddenly communicating with each other along lines of thought that are free-flowing and not constrained by previous patterns of thought. I think in our sober state, we are so used to thinking of things in certain ways and compartmentalizing things. You know, if you're thinking about money and business, you're just thinking about money and business. And if you're thinking about love and relationships, you're usually just thinking about love and relationships. But what happens on the mushrooms is there is no separation. There is no compartmentalization at all. Every thought is connected to every other thought. Every idea is connected to every other idea. Every neuron in your brain is connected to every other neuron in your brain. And that power of the the exponential amount of connections that can be made. I think what I experience on mushrooms personally is it feels like those connections double or triple the amount of connections I can make. So when I'm thinking of anything on mushrooms, I don't approach it from this constrained, logical way that I would. I approach it from a million different directions. And that's where I think the downloads come to people on mushrooms is it's like your brain is open to more connections and that double or tripling of the connections it allows you to look at any problem or any challenge in your life and tackle it with entirely new solutions from entirely new perspectives this is so incredible and i i wish this experience for everyone and that's why i'm so passionate about mushrooms and people trying them because to experience that state where you are tuned in, plugged in, churned on, and your mind is working. It's like the CPU of your mind is working at two or three times the capacity, and the RAM in your brain is expanded. There's more slots. There's more room to think and to create solutions and to download information. This is truly, truly amazing, and it's one of my favorite parts of Mushrooms. One lesson that came up in my trip was life is for you. All of life is for you. Everything that's happening in your life, it's for you. And it was so painfully obvious on this trip how I have blocked myself in certain ways and resisted certain things when the whole time life was extending a hand, life was providing a gift, life was providing a lesson. And I just realized so deeply on this trip that, oh my God, all of this, all of it is for me. It's for my benefit. It's for my evolution. And it's a gift. And I want to say the same thing to you. If you're listening to this, all of life is for you. Every single thing. 
when we get frustrated at life or even annoyed with some mild thing, that's on us. That is 100% on us. It is nothing about life or what's happening on the outside. It is completely us missing the point of the moment. We are literally missing the point. We're missing the gift that is right in front of us. This was another lesson that came up closely tied to life is for you is the gift aspect. How we're so blind to the gifts right in front of us. The people that are in our life, the opportunities, the blessings. We are mired in thinking of lack and thinking of complaints and thinking of not enough that sometimes we completely miss the picture. We completely miss the point of something that's right in front of us. Have you ever had this experience where in a moment, the thing that you thought was a problem turns out to be the solution? Or the person you were annoyed at, you suddenly realize what an incredible gift they are, what an incredible lesson they've given to you. Or the piece of criticism or feedback that you receive from someone which annoys you initially, you you understand, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed to hear. It could not have come any other way. I needed to hear it in this way for it to wake me up. And so if you're listening to this, look at your life, look at every single problem in your life and ask yourself, what is the problem actually? Or who is the problem? Because oftentimes it's you. You are the problem. The way you're looking at things, the way you're feeling about something, the perspective you are choosing to look at something through, the lens that you are picking up and looking through is creating the problem because there's no problem on the outside. I admit this is easier to tap into when you're on mushrooms, <laughs> when you're feeling into and tapped into life and source and spirit. But we must try in every moment of every day to hold on to that perspective that life is for you, it's all for you, and everything that's in front of you is a gift. And don't you dare miss the point of this. Don't you dare miss the point of the thing that is right in front of you, calling to you, extending a hand to you. That's one of the images that came up to me. It's like life is literally showering you with blessings every day. And sometimes we're, we're just blind to them. And with just a little bit more awareness, wow, the things you start seeing and understanding about your life and how you have been blocking your own blessings. You are the resistance. Life is flowing beautifully, perfectly. The only resistance comes from us. And the final lesson I'll share today that came up from this trip is the idea that you get to do this. There's no shoulds. There's no such thing as I need to, or I should do. I need to do this. I should do this. In reality, there's only I get to do this. I get to do this. You know, I get to live in this incredible holographic simulation made of waves of energy appearing to be solid so I can play with them. Everything in your life, if you can 
picture it as I get to do this. I get to do this work. I get to eat this meal. I get to go to the beach. I get to exercise. I get to move my body. And especially the hard and challenging things, look at it from the perspective of I get to do this. Isn't it amazing that I get to experience this? Not I need to or I should do. There's no such thing. All of that is coming from a lack mentality. It is, it is the resistance that I mentioned earlier. You are looking at life through a distorted lens. Anytime you're thinking of something as I need to or oh, I should do this, distortion, absolute distortion, immediately get yourself out of that state and look at it from the God perspective. Start saying to yourself, I get to do this. I get to do this. I get to do all of this. There is nothing here that I need to do or that I should do. Every moment of life is a I get to do this moment. I get to do this. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, check me out on YouTube. I'll link to it in the show notes below. And if you're not subscribed to the Spotify or Apple podcast, go to The Microdose on Spotify or Apple and please subscribe. Every single subscriber helps. Finally, if you want to stay in touch with me, go to jameszander.com and sign up to my newsletter. It's the best way to learn what I'm up to and anything new that I'm doing. Please go to jameszander.com and sign up. And thank you for listening. You are a beautiful soul. Remember to keep the faith, keep the trust in life, never give up, keep going, and if need be, do a mushroom trip. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hello, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something today, and I hope this episode helped you in your psychedelic and spiritual journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my other podcast, The James Zander Trip, where every week I bring a fascinating guest onto the podcast to dive into psychedelics, mindset, and spirituality. Search for The James Zander Trip on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or visit jameszandertrip.com. I recommend listening to the first episode, where I dive into ayahuasca with my friend Jacob and his wild experiences on psychedelics. And if you want to stay connected with me, join my free newsletter at jameszandertrip.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. This episode is sponsored by magicmush.ca. If you're looking for an online dispensary for magic mushrooms, mushroom chocolate, and other high-quality psychedelic products, head over to magicmush.ca and use the promo code JAMES to get 25% off. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful trip. If you enjoyed this episode, you might enjoy my brand new audio course, Unlock God Mode. Unlock God Mode is a four-week experience where every day you'll get a 15-minute audio lesson that gives you frameworks, tools, and perspectives to upgrade your relationship with life. In the same way that mushrooms give you insights that help you up-level in the video game of life, I designed this course to do the same thing for you. I've compiled every lesson that I learned through psychedelics, through meditation, through my spiritual work, through life. 
I've put my best tools in this course so that no matter who you are, if you choose to go on this adventure with me, you're going to learn some amazing frameworks. You're going to learn to see life with new eyes. You will improve your relationship with life. And by extension, your life will improve. If you're interested in more details, go to jameszander.com slash godmode or use the link in the show notes. Use the promo code SHROOMS for a special discount. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I deeply appreciate you. Feel free to reach out to me through my newsletter. Go to jameszander.com to sign up. I'd love to connect.